Welcome to Witch Police Radio, episode number 13. This is the uh, episode where our special guest is J.D. Ormond from the local band Ultra Mega. And if you listen at the end of the show, um, after we've played our six songs, J.D. plays a live song, an Ultra Mega track called uh, Hamburger Blues, just um, kind of impromptu on John's acoustic guitar. Uh, if you notice anything weird about the sound, it's because we did record this one at John's house, and it's not our regular location. And for some reason, um, every time we record there, we just get this weird kind of echoey roomy kind of vibe from it uh we did this fire episode which was episode seven there as well and it was similar problems um it's a really good show in terms of content but you might have a bit of weird uh it doesn't sound like it doesn't sound like the regular shows so um anyway rob's still in europe he should be back uh, a few weeks from now uh, on a few episodes from now he's uh winding up his tour you can go to robcrooks.com to find out more about that you can also follow the show on at which police fm and at which police on twitter uh, go to the We Are the Witch Police Facebook group or go to the new www.witchpolice.com. We've changed it. It's not blogspot.com anymore. We're professionals now. And uh, yeah, you can go there to find out all the all the info you need. You can also listen to our show on Monday nights in Winnipeg at 11 p.m. on 101.5 UMFM. And if you're not in Winnipeg, you can check out umfm.com to listen to the streaming show live on Monday nights. So enjoy the show. Yeah. Alright, so uh, this is episode number 13, which is pretty crazy that we're already at that point of Witch Police Radio. And um, the theme this week is, is it failure or failed? Failure. 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 And this is again with the random word generator, which has given us some weird stuff. we got to get a bunch of new words pretty soon, actually, because we're running out of words. What what does this random word generator look like? I just go on the internet, hit a button, and it gives us random words. And we're stuck with that. That's the theme for each week. Okay, yeah, yeah. So there's no... um, yeah, it's pretty random. So we have another guest this week, so you want to... I'm Sam, here's John. Hey. And you are... I'm JD. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> Who's who JD? Because he plays... Lo- we have, most of the people we've had play local music. Yeah, we try or, to do that if we can get a guest. Some, you know, so what people might have heard you... Uh, not JD Edwards. I'm JD Orman. <laughs> Important distinction. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I play in a band uh, called Ultra Mega. And uh, yeah, we've been a band for a long time. Longer than most people probably... Probably Realized, think, yeah. probably yeah. think when they see us play live. <laughs> uh, Same lineup. This whole no, time? no. We've changed. We've changed. It's well. It's gone over the course of the uh, the the life of the the band. It's gone from just a two piece. Me and me and Ben Jones yeah. on drums and um, evolved into a three piece. Well, sort of varying casts of very very various uh, bass players. Uh, but now we're a four piece, rounded out by Josie Cron on guitar and. Uh, and Aaron Johnston on uh, bass guitar. Cool. That's me. Cool. Cool. That's All my right. Well, thanks for coming down. To, yeah, yeah. To the thanks show. for having me. This yeah, is we're... super interesting. Well, hopefully people will find it. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I already find it interesting. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So um, failure. Like this was a hard. I, I know I keep saying this every every week. Oh yeah, this was a hard theme. But this was a hard theme. Um, I, I had a, I, there was a, I had a song in mind I wanted to play. And I couldn't find the tape, so I was all prepared to play. I was tape. really pumped to hear some and Alien. I wanted to play Alien Hybrid. Do you know Alien Hybrid? No. Alien Hybrid was this band that was around when we were like uh, twelve years old, okay. and they used to sell stuff in in the lo- local section of like Sandler Record Man and whatnot. Yeah. And uh, they would always give. The reason I bought it in the first place it would be a tape, but then they'd be a bag of stuff. Like they had like yeah. pins they made and action figures and like paintings right. and weird stuff. So I bought them, and the guy, um, one guy from Alien Hybrid, turned out to be uh, Marcel Zama. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, cool. so he, his, and it was great. I mean, me and Rob listened to that like all the time back mm-hmm. then. And I still have the tapes. And there was a certain song I was looking for, but I couldn't find it. So I'm, I will play them at some point in the show. I just haven't had a chance to. So that kind of killed it. And then this morning, I was digging through my records, like, oh no, I'm going to find her places. So. So I thought this. I didn't find this one too hard because I thought failure right away. You've got like country or blues, and you can pick just about. Yeah, anything. and I yeah. might be playing a couple of country songs. Maybe that's too easy. I don't know. Well, no, I, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say so because for me it was like that was kind of the obvious direction to go yeah. into to you know because country just lo- and, and blues they they mine that sort of uh, yeah, yeah that that's heartbreak sure. and that and that yeah. uh, you know that kind of lost you know they, that sort of minor minor key stuff anyway. Yeah. Um, but actually, to, to I started thinking about failure itself and, and the term and, and how that translates into music yeah. and uh, you know, it's actually I didn't find anything that uh, I would say fits um, exclusively into like a, a fail like as a as a as a tag mm-hmm. um, failure. Okay, I, I found things that sort of skirt around it and, and yeah. sort of uh, you know probably failure would be a theme uh, amongst other themes. In the songs, but I, I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe you guys found. I think yeah, I think that's kind of what we have to do. A lot failure. failure. Maybe you guys found maybe, pure yeah. failure. I don't know. We'll find out, I guess. But that's that's kind of what we have to do with a lot of these themes, where it's like something weird. We had one that was uh, ruined. I mm-hmm. mean, that's really weird. You can't find. You can't necessarily find a song. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, you know, so you have to make tangent. find like a Tom. John is really find good like at a Tom Waits song where he's beating a, a beat, an old yeah, car yeah. that doesn't work anymore. Or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, that's that's one I listened to as well. Yeah. I listened to the the ruined one. Okay, yeah. And uh, I noticed you played some like. Epically crazy sounding like that may have been. Well, uh, I don't remember what we played on that show actually. I don't remember. Oh, it's some crazy, crazy metal band, I think. That would have been sound. Might have been, I don't, I don't remember. On Probably the, on the episode. Oh, it was a Godflesh? Yeah. Yeah, Godflesh. Godflesh. Yeah, I love yeah. Godflesh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It did sound like ru- like ruinous to me, yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. But this time, uh, I know yeah, I usually start off the show, but uh, like, I was, like I was saying, I'm not really sure what I want to play. I've got kind of a bag of records here. I have to decide. So I have one song I don't want to do for sure, but I figure one of you guys could start, and then I can kind of, as we're going, make a decision. All right. Uh, maybe I'll go with um, kind of a classic uh, Born Under a Bad Sign, okay. which um, is a pretty good song. I like it a lot. The first time I heard it, uh, strangely enough, was on a Simpsons tape growing up. Really? I like the yellow album? Of, yeah. Simpsons singing songs. Oh, Simpsons sing the blues. Sing the blues. Yeah, because the yellow album was like, I don't, I don't know why, I don't know why. Or at least that's my first memory of it. That was Simpsons, yeah. Yeah, so uh, I'm not going to play that version. And I, I was looking <laughs> why not? You should And I, the only one I have on, on record is probably Cream. Wait, did they do it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they do it, yeah. Yeah, but I was going to play the original one, which is Albert. I don't even know if Albert King is the original. I that's, think the, he is. that's the best known version of it. That's the best known one. But I don't know if it's the original. I'm not sure, too. I have no idea. Okay, well, the Albert King we'll is, is, is weird though because that he was on Stax and that came on Stax and that was totally because it's so bluesy, right? Stax is so soul and it's like a random thing in their catalog, like this right. blues record. It's hmm. almost it, it fits though, but it almost doesn't fit. It's like a weird kind of jump out of the genre and then everything else on the label is right. Yeah. All right, well, so let's check it out. We can uh, give it a listen and give it a talk. All right. Born under a bad sign. Albert King.
Albert King and Born Under a Bad Sign. Yep. Like that. I, yeah. I just love the line, if it wasn't for bad luck, I'd have no luck at all. So, how do you... Great. How do you fit it with the theme? I mean... It's just about how, like... Because it's about bad luck, not yeah. about failing, right? I mean, I guess the luck makes But no it matter fun. what you do, right. you're, you're kind of doomed to fail. Right. Yeah. Alright. So, maybe it's even like, mm-hmm. you know, once you figure that part out, then why even bother trying? Right. <laughs> just, right. Yeah. just give up. You're a failure. There's, there's some enlightenment in that, though, in that sort of uh, mindset, I would say. You know, it's not just... It's, it's tough to say. Like, I think that, like... I, I, yeah, again, to, to bring it back to, like, the root of what probably failure might mean. And, and to me, I was... I, you know, after looking through all these songs, I realized that they're all, like, amazing songs. Yeah. Like, they're, they're not failures in terms of the song. Yeah, the song's yeah, a good like, point. Yeah. You know, it's... And then I was like, well, do I have to, like you know, just download some botched, uh, you know, Canadian anthems. That might have actually been good, though. That would have been funny. That came up in a show. Yeah, yeah. we did. We talked at length about it. Yeah, yeah. Those are failures. Or, like, lip-syncing errors. And, yeah. You know, we could have just played Millie Vanilli. That would have been Yeah, fun. yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's yeah. a failure yeah. completely. So, but I would say that's a good, like, that's a good, you know, those, those blues numbers yeah. are all... Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I think this theme could also just be, like, uh, almost reinterpreted as, like, just downers, you know? <laughs> a lot yeah, of these yeah. songs are just really... And a lot of the ones I was going through, too, are just, like, I mean, they're in a way about failure, but they're really... Like, none of them are happy. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just, like... And the same with blues in general, right? None of that's... I mean, even country, a lot of it's not. Right? I have a lot of country things that might be one of my choices here. We'll see. But. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, yeah, some of you were remarking while we were listening to that, like, this is on Stax record, yeah. and it's kind of... What year is it? 68 or 67? 67. That's a pretty good guess. Yeah, that is a good guess. Uh, and written by Booker T. Yeah, it makes sense. Makes sense. Well, uh, is, it, is, it, is it the MGs playing and then Memphis Horns, probably, right? Uh, actually, I'm not sure. Okay. That's what I would guess. Yeah, it was... Yeah, it was... Because it was probably recorded at Stacks, right? Yeah. So they were the house band. Yep. It sounded like Wayne Jackson. I'm probably... 
been covered uh, by many artists from Cream to Homer Simpson. There, this is the two you were talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I take Homer over Cream any day. <laughs> I think so, yeah. He, you know, he had some blues in his time. Yeah. So that was good. Like, I, I mean, that's a pretty universally known as a good song. I mean, yeah. I don't know who doesn't like it or, you know, yeah. or who wouldn't like it. I heard it yeah. was awesome. Yeah. It fits the bill. Totally. It fits the yeah. mold, yeah. for mm-hmm. sure. So do you, is that the only Albert King song you know? Like, that's the only one I, I haven't... I thought about the song before I thought about it and, like, who had done yeah. it. And, uh, yeah, I didn't actually know who Albert King was, really, before now. Yeah. I don't have the... Yeah, you know, album, right? the background. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. All, all I know about him is the one album. Obviously, he has more albums than that, right? Like he's got to have. Yeah, but he, um, yeah, it wasn't until well, he in the '60s he started getting some uh, some attention. Yeah. Um, and according to uh, the Wikipedia, he's one of the four main blues dudes. Well, you always see his name in any really? kind of any one of those yeah. guitar books, you know? Like, do you guys read those to your kids? Like, it's like pictures of guitars, and here's no, the. Never read those. Okay, well, just like. Guitar porn. When I was like yeah, 10, I right? I was like, oh, I like music. I'm going to look at this yeah. book about guitars, and they have a list of like top guitar players. He's always in there somewhere. It's like, okay. you know, usually yeah, this alphabetical yeah. list of guys who are important. And oh, sorry. Like, oh, it's, because it's, it's because it's one of the four kings of the blues Yeah, B.B. King, him, he, and oh, Earl King, Freddie King, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool. Hmm. But no relation between them? <laughs> there, there's no relation between them, is there? No. I can't believe B.B. King's still alive. Yeah, I, I think it was like two or three times ago that he came through town. I thought, well, maybe I should go because it'll be the last time die, yeah, but no, you can see him yeah, and he keeps yeah. coming back. Okay, have you seen him? No, I haven't. I don't, I don't know if that would I don't think it up my alley, really. I don't know. Really? I, I think it would be cool to see, but I mean, it, it seems a little... I mean, it would be cool to see him when he's younger, you know, which you can't do, obviously, but I feel like now he's... He's just a slower version of himself. I think he's sitting down. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. not there's anything wrong with that, but he's like in his mid eighties at least, right? He's morbidly he's obese. Got to be some, he's got some geriatric notes. Yeah, wow, yeah. How, how fast can you move your finger? Yeah. Well, exactly. I'm sure you can still better than any of us, right? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. He's been doing this every day for seven years or something, right? So yeah, but still, yeah. I don't Maybe know. it's this weird, like chopped and screwed version of. Him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It'd be awesome. He became chopped and screwed. Someone just do that. Yeah, someone power just chords only. Yeah. I wonder if that would be easy to do. Chop and screw a BB King record. Mm-hmm. That'd be rad. It'd be cool. Well, you can slow down anything and make you it sound. Yeah. Well, that's what actually last week what we did on the show is uh, I played uh, Jolene by Dollar Parton. Oh, yeah. Cool. But I played it on the wrong speed. And have you heard of it? Have you listened to it slow down? It's like. I down, just, down, it's, down, and down, she sounds down, like a man. Down, it sounds down, amazing. Down. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. I actually listened to that by accident first when I got it, and then I just do it all the time now because I like it. But it's rad. So BB King, the same thing. It would be, but it would be even slower and lower because it's already a dude. Yeah. So it sounds like a like a, a song for like a game. Like yeah. A game man for right? sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Please don't take my man. <laughs> it's amazing. Sure. Yeah. So I think we should do more of that. <laughs> yeah. Slow down. That could be a actually, theme, actually. That's actually, that's well. funny because I one of the songs that I I thought about taking was uh, um, an Andre Williams song. Oh yeah. Called my my sister stole my woman. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's a complete fit. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah my like girlfriend's awesome. a lesbian. <laughs> yeah, I failed. Yeah, that's it. That, yeah, that's that would, that would work. Yeah, totally would work. Yeah. All right. Well, what? Uh, you yeah, what did you? What did you okay. Yeah, I'm gonna do. Uh, I'm gonna do a song. Kind of a. It's it's like an upbeat kind of. It sort of has a has a, a giant hint of uh, of humor to it, but it's it's a Lee Hazelwood song called "Dark in My Heart." Um, Lee Hazelwood, I, I think he's an amazing kind of old country country guy. Um, uh, we well, Josie covers this one a lot. Uh, 
and it's the lyrics are so good. Cool. The lyrics are, are so sweet. But it's completely self-deprecating. Um, just really, really cool. I feel like country has a real, uh, well, not all country singers, but as a genre for the self-deprecating thing. Like you don't see that in a lot of other types of music at all. Like you're not gonna find a rap song very often where the guy is talking shit about himself. Yeah, right? yeah. But country yeah. is just yeah, like you yeah. know, my life sucks. I'm totally, old, totally. My yeah. wife left me for my girl sister or whatever. You know, like yeah. yeah. I, uh, well, I mean, I, I do have some rap on here. I have, yeah. like, I have Notorious B.I.G., Suicidal Thoughts. Okay, yeah, that's failure. It's totally, yeah. Um, but, yeah, there wasn't, a, there wasn't a lot. Other than, like, you know, kind of messages about, like, if you do this, you're going to... Yeah, you're going to fail at doing this. Yeah, you're going to fail. So don't do that. But never, like, sort of turning the... Uh, on yourself, Turning yeah. the eye on, on yeah. yourself. But Biggie, Biggie had the cojones to do it. Look where he ended up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, well let's listen to the So this is Dark in My Heart. Right on. Woke up Sunday morning and I thought that I could sing, but I can't. No, I can't. Woke up Sunday morning and I thought I heard bells ring, but they don't. And they won't Oh, it's dark Yeah, it's dark In my heart Got a letter from my mama But she didn't send no cash Send no cash Not a dime Got a letter from my sister And she's still writing trash Writing trash Top 40 trash Oh, it's dark Yeah, it's dark in my heart I asked a man some questions And he told me just the truth Just the truth And I didn't believe him I asked a girl for loving And she walked in the phone booth That ain't cool In the phone booth Oh, it's dark yeah, it's dark in my heart Met a girl in New York and she had a lot of class, a lot of class Tourist class Took a girl to L.A. but she said it wouldn't last, wouldn't last And it didn't Oh, it's dark, yeah, it's dark in my heart Anyway, uh, no, I just remember we had uh, one teacher who would always say, "On ne lance jamais les choses dans la classe." Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And one day he was out, he went, stepped out for a second, and I threw a ball of tape at Jesse, and I missed him, or Jesse like ducked, yeah. and it hit a beaker, and oh, it fell on the ground, and it smashed, and then he walked in, and I was like, "Oh shit." I did the exact thing that he tells us every day not to do and broke a beaker. Yeah. Nice. He wasn't that mad. He was a terrible teacher. He was, I mean, he was a nice enough guy, but he was not... He was still there. there. Clearly nobody yeah. was listening to him. No, I remember one <laughs> class, uh, someone just yelled from the back of the room, Stop writing your moon language on the board, Mr. Man. <laughs> your moon language? He <laughs> just writing a bunch of gibberish. He was, he was teaching chemistry or something. It made no sense to anybody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was an alright guy, though, I remember. If that's, you know... Do you know what I saw? Was in French? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was watching the Jets game last night, right? It cuts to the crowd, Mr. Badiak. 
in the crowd wearing a Jets jersey. Nice. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Is that a River Heights? No, it was Calvin uh, oh, Electronics. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. yeah, River Heights, we went there for shops, right? Oh, was he the football coach? No, no, that was the Woods guy. That was Zeglin. Yeah. Badiak was the guy at the radio station in Calvin? Yeah. yeah he was, and uh, played, I think he played in a band. He did, yeah. And yeah, yeah. I think someone saw them. I, did, I, don't I saw them. You did? Yeah, we okay. played at the school. We, we, we oh, yeah, they would have played. Yeah, Grandpa's Army was played at the school, and they'd always be playing too, and it was like, you know. Nice. Yeah. Teacher, teacher's band versus student's, student's band. band. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's good. That's hilarious. Anyway, that was a good song. I really liked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, cool. it's, uh, I love that one. Uh, he's he's a, I guess he, he must be a ladies' man because he was uh, Nancy Sinatra. Yeah, that's right. He did a bunch of albums with her, right? Yeah. Hmm. yeah. He also had a really sweet mustache. He wrote these boots are made for walking. Yeah, that's well. right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's got a way with words, though. Like, each, you, you know. Yeah. Classic, like, you, you don't really know what to what he's going to say. You yeah. know, he doesn't really rhyme things, and he's just, it's all about the punchline. Yeah, yeah. Which is cool in, in that kind of music, too, because, I mean, punchlines are kind of, nowadays, you think of it as a rap thing, right? More mm -hmm. than anything else. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, so it's cool when people, yeah. I mean, I realize this is a lot older, but it's yeah. cool when people in different styles of music are doing that kind of, you know. Because, I mean, a lot of things just don't, are humorless, are really humorless, but. Mm -hmm. So it's good. Absolutely. That was cool, I like it. Yeah. So how do, you, how do you fit that into the theme? I mean, uh, I, I guess it's pretty well, obvious, I, just like the. Yeah, I would say that. It's just kind of, it's more like an aw shucks yeah. you know, kind of thing. It's not really too depressing. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I don't think he's gonna, he's not gonna blow his blow his head off. He's, yeah. He seems like he's kind of accepted the yeah what what how things are and what yeah. what happens. The, okay. the yeah, but I like that. It doesn't things. seem to matter what's happening because his interpretation is gonna be a, a negative one. Like yeah. he gets a letter from his sister. That's on. But yeah, yeah. Instead of it making him happy, he's like ah. Yeah, it's, it's true. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, it was good. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. It's very cool. Yeah, his mom didn't send any cash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, shucks. That was good. Yeah. Cool. Well, that totally fits. fits thanks. 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 Yeah, I'm glad I passed that. And I haven't heard. Yeah, I don't think I've listened to any music by him, so I'm glad to get into. I think yeah, he's he's better known as a songwriter, isn't he, than than as a vocalist? I mean, I know he's got a lot of albums out, but I always I remember when he died. Yeah. There was a, was you know every obituary was like talking about his songwriting. Okay. Uh, well, I, you know, I don't know too much of his stuff, um, but he's definitely like clearly on. He's a songwriter. Yeah. Know? He's not. He's not an amazing vocalist. I wouldn't say, and, and nobody. Well, really, works he, for he's him. not. He didn't become super famous, uh, you know, as a result of his own yeah. image or anything like that. I think he probably was more of a background guy. Wrote songs for people. Yeah, I'm not sure who. I can't cite anybody. But other than Nancy Sinatra, right? Which is like the big. Other than Nancy Sinatra, yeah. yeah, yeah. Cool. All right. Well, I'm gonna. I decided on one of the songs I'm gonna play, and it's kind of in a similar sort of vein, like style-wise at least. It's uh, Hank Williams, and the song is "I'll Never Get Out of This World Alive," which was actually the last song that was released while he was alive. Really. Which is really weird. Yeah. And uh, then he died. He's only, he's only 29 when he died, which is crazy. So we're all older. Than Hank Williams ever was, which is insane because you listen to him, he sounds like he's fifty. You know, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. so super weird. But yeah, he um, apparently the myth was that like this song came out like right when he died or something, but that's not true. It had been out for a while. But it was the last thing he actually recorded before dying. There's other stuff that wasn't released that came out later, but this was the like last thing he recorded that was released in his lifetime. Hmm. And the other guy who co-wrote it with him died a year later, so it's really weird. It's a really you, right? depressing oh, song, yeah. yeah. And so they both died like within a short period, which is really strange. So he died on New Year's Eve. Uh, in the back of a Cadillac, because mm -hmm. he's drinking and like doing the morphine and stuff like Ooh. on the way to a show, because it was like a, his show got shut down because of a snowstorm, so he had to take a detour and he got some college student to drive him, 
and meanwhile he's like oozing it up in the back seat and halfway through the trip the guy looked back and there was Hank Williams dead on the dead in the car seat. Wow. So this song is really depressing in light of the fact that he died a few months later. <laughs> and I but it's actually probably this might be my favorite Hank Williams song. I I'm a big fan. Um I have a bunch of his records. This is just from one of those, you know, best up compilations with like yeah. thirty songs on yeah. it. But um I, I think that uh I wish more modern country sounded like this. Like this is totally the type of country that I can listen to all day, like is this mm -hmm. this sort of style. Mm -hmm. And um yeah, so we can talk about As it opposed to like pop country yeah and that was something that came up last week actually as well because we were listening to Dolly Parton right and like that's another thing that, that kind of thing I'm mm -hmm. totally into I was listening to Lubin Brothers this morning I can handle like traditional country country gospel all that stuff but mm -hmm. once you start getting too um too poppy <laughs> if it's an, an arena size well it's not even that though I mean like I don't know there's something intimate about the, the music too there is and there's something that seems more like it's not polished almost like I mean Hank Williams is like one of the most famous people ever right for music like he's yeah. so, so well known but I mean the songs are kind of like it sounds like he just kind of sat there recorded it and went on mm -hmm. to the next thing like there's mm -hmm. not like tons of studio layers on it and stuff and that's partially because the time because it's early 50s right yep. this is 52 I think this came out in the song mm -hmm. but because he died in January 53 so mm -hmm. but anyway I really I really dig it and uh let's listen to Hank All right. sweet now you're looking at a man that's getting kind of mad I had a lot to look but it's all been bad No matter how struggle and strive I'll never get out of this world alive my fishing pole's broke, the creek is full of sand My woman run away with another man No matter how struggle and strive I'll never get out of this world alive My distant uncle passed away And left me quite a batch And I was living high until the fatal a lawyer proved I wasn't born, I was only hatched Everything's again me and it's got me down If I jumped in the river I would probably drown No matter how struggle and strive I'll ever get out of this world alive self-explanatory how it fits yeah. the fits the theme it's, um it's nice how it's was kind of buried under under sort of 
somewhat happy. Yeah. Yeah. Fiddles and stuff, yeah. yeah. Another great line. I like that. Never gonna make it out of this. Yeah, it's, yeah that's great. It's, uh, uh, it's, have you heard, um, Hank, Hank the Third? You guys heard? Uh, no. His grandson? It's, yeah, it's, I've heard of. It's eerie, like, I mean, he does now, he does, like, metal and stuff, and, like, yeah, really weird right. experimental yeah. heavy stuff, and... He's kind of a bad, bad boy, yeah, isn't he? Yeah, he's covered in, like, tattoos, and he's got, like, a Misfits logo tattoo on him and stuff, like, he's into punk and metal yeah. and everything, and he's, like, in a band with some guy from Pantera and everything, but, but, um, he did, when he first started out, he did country, because, mm-hmm. I guess, you know, you're Hank Williams the Third. That's what you're expected, right? Yeah. You know, so he did um, two or three country albums. I have them. They're they're okay, but he sounds like uncanny, exactly like his grandfather. Really? Like it's unbelievable how much, and he looks like him, like dead on. Hmm. Like, not now. He has like long hair and tattoos and stuff, but face wise, like mm-hmm. I watched some videos of his old, like in the early '90s, his like first couple big shows, and like you can barely tell the difference. Like the same guy. So did the like? What about the Hank Williams Jr.? Hank Jr. is terrible. He's That's really bad. He's all like, yeehaw, pop country, redneck, let's go play football and have a beer, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, I guess it fits the time, right? Like, 70s, 80s, kind of, that's what people want to hear, but I don't know. It's not it's for me. Not for me. Time. Not for me. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 I at least like how the uh, the third now has done something totally. Like, his band's called Ask Jack. They play, like, heavy shit and stuff. And I, I kind of respect that. It's how he kind of, you know, started off doing what he's expected to do because yeah. of the family business kind of thing. <laughs> and then, you know moves on to his own thing, but yeah. he, um, I've, I've heard him cover this, and it's cool, because like, yeah. it's very, just like, it's creepy, and then Steve Earle has covered this, well, tons of people cover it, Steve Earle's latest album is called this, but the song's not on there, it's called I'll Never Get Out of the World Live, but the song, he, anyway, yeah, he does yeah. it live, though, huh. I've seen. Nice. Uh, do they still do Hank Fests around at town? The t- at the times? The, yeah. Because they did the album around times, times like, a long time ago, that was, I remember yeah. going to one, uh, years ago, and it was when, uh, someone, who just moved to the city, uh, you know, it's kind of showing them around, and it was at the Albert. Yeah, I went to that one of them. And, uh, all the guys played and stuff. Yeah, and they didn't play any Hank Williams songs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they did. And you know, like, it, was, it was a great night, and he was, he was like, oh, this is, I like this venue and stuff. Yeah. And uh, at one point, we went, I went into the bathroom, and someone had shit in the sink. Of course they did. It's the Albert. Perfect. I'm not even shocked. The introduction. Yeah. 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 That's Winnipeg. There was but always yeah. shit in the sink. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wash your hands in the urinal. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm not gonna miss that bathroom. No. Well, I don't although know. no, that's that's not true. I like some, the bathroom. Some sorry, fun, some fun times yeah. we're at in that yeah. bathroom for sure. Lots of strange people talking to you when you're, you know. <laughs> Lots of people just smoking and drinking yeah. king cans. Yeah, yeah, for sure, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Like the, the lawless zone. It's like international waters when you yeah. get onto the ceramic tile of the bathroom. It's kind of weird. Like I think that the Albert. I mean, if it ever, re- I think it's gonna reopen, right? I mean, it sounds like it's, it was supposed to a while ago. Already. Yeah, I thought so too. They painted the outside yeah. and stuff, but I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah, right. yeah, for sure. But I think like for people who have gone there a lot, it's not even like seeing shit in the sink is not even a big deal. Like if I saw the Albert, I'd be like, okay, and keep mm-hmm. going, you know. But mm-hmm. I guess if someone who's not familiar with the venue goes in there and sees that, they'd be horrified. But like, I don't know, just it's okay. It's yeah. the Albert, you know. It's I can, yeah. I can deal with it. Mm-hmm. Well, it's kind of like, it's like going into any dingy bar. It's like, yeah. you kind of have to do away with your, uh, yeah. I don't know, your Ponzi attitude maybe a little <laughs> yeah. bit. Yeah. It, it's it's good. Yeah, I miss that place. <laughs> but the Windsor's, the Windsor's kind yeah, of... Yeah, I've heard, I, I, I don't get into shows yeah, a lot, but I've heard the Windsor is really good for the, what they're doing now. So. It's it's funny, too, because you, uh, I've been to yeah, quite a few shows there, and some of them, if it's like kind of poppier acts or something, you know, you get some like... Like a really young crowd out, but then there's still the regulars that are like the Windsor regulars. The Windsor regulars, yeah. they're always yeah. there, and they yeah. kind of get the, yeah. the cover charges waved and stuff. Yeah, I like that. I like, that's, I like that's, that's cool. Yeah. That's yeah. that's good. Well, it's like a lot of bars are like that too. Like when uh, 
at the at Aussies, like I had my um, what's it called, wedding social at Aussies, mm. like and um, we they they you know we could book the whole room and stuff and have our friends DJing and everything. But the VLT players, we had to let them go in. Right. So yeah. they didn't have to pay anything. They had yeah. to be there, though. It was like, that was the rule. We can get it for really cheap and have Aussies as our venue, but you got to let these, like, you know, 70-year-old guys just sitting there all night in the field. It was, they were fine, but... Yeah. but the perks of being, like, a regular at a yeah, bar. Yeah, yeah, it was weird. You get to experience whatever the bar decides to host. Yeah, and if it's something like a private event, they're still there, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Could potentially win a door prize. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, no, they're too busy pressing buttons. But, yeah. yeah. That's cool. Good stuff. Yeah, Aussies, so, man. Aussies, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I haven't been there in a long time. I know it was the first time we've been there in a long time. Sorry, it's the same. I actually less don't cages. Remember. Yeah, less cages, yeah, yeah. Cages that cage, yeah, yeah. It separated like And there was the, like a smoking section yeah. And, yeah. and Well because they had all ages shows there yeah. too, right? Yeah. And that was the thing, you just sit in one. I remember going there for an all ages show and seeing uh one of the teachers our, our teacher yes. smoking and playing VLTs. That was at a Gherkin show, wasn't it? Was that at a Gherkin show? Yeah, probably. It was one of Tim's shows, yeah. Tim, who was on here last week, yeah. if anyone wants to know the context. <laughs> yeah. That was good, though. Yeah. Good tunes. Uh, we're going to change up the order for the next one, right? right? Yeah. All right. Because, yeah, John wants to something last, so do you want to join Oh, yeah, yeah. sure. Okay. Let's see here. Consult my list of downers. <laughs> How low are we going to go? Uh, well, <laughs> the, last, the last one was kind of just really... No, the last one I played just didn't really get into it. Didn't plumb the depths. Um, and uh, maybe, you know what? Maybe this. I, 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 I want to keep it. Was failing with like a eight percent. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm not. I'm not gonna get. I'm not gonna go there because I just don't <laughs> want to listen to uh, to Towns right now. No, it's cool. But, you know, we. I mean, Towns will come up again on the show. I mean, if so, if anyone's hearing this and is bummed out we're not playing Towns, like it's gonna happen. It's already happened once, and it'll happen again for sure. Mm -hmm. It's one of those guys that. I mean, I know I listen to him a lot. Don't be honest, but, yeah, and everybody knows "Waiting Around to Die." Yeah, I think. Yeah. So I'm gonna play a, a Don Gibson tune okay. called uh, "Sea of Heartbreak." Uh, I think I'm sure I've heard that. Yeah, it's it's just a real beaut. Um, he's. Clearly heartbroken. Uh, there's a lot of a lot of emotion coming out of him. A lot of, uh, yeah, definitely a lot of color in this song about, uh, you know, I guess I guess a woman's left him, and um, yeah, he's he's laying it all on the line here. Cool. Uh, it's truly truly a beaut. The first time I heard it, uh, Roseanne Cash had a record that yeah. it's called The List that yeah. her dad. That's right. Yeah, I've heard of it. Go yeah, on. that that Johnny Cash. Um, Basically, he said these are these are the songs you need to know. These are the these yeah. are the classics. So she she did her. I, I think I remember reading. Uh, sorry to interrupt, but I think I remember reading that she had um, like ignored it for a while, uh -huh. for a long time because she didn't want to like she didn't want to influence herself because she was playing something different than her dad, right? She wanted to separate, so she didn't listen to it. And then when she did finally listen to it, she's like, "Oh, this is awesome!" And then yeah. she kind of didn't have any qualms about kind of sounding like the style of music her dad did anymore mm -hmm. because it was like this is music's amazing. Yeah. I, that's what I remember reading anyway. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, so she she uh, I heard her version, which is a which is a duet with uh, with her and Bruce Springsteen. Okay, that's probably why I've heard it. I think I've heard the yeah. It's it and it's a, it's it's different than than this one than the original, but it's I was like hooked on it right away. Yeah. Um, actually, I I like their version less and less the more I the more I, you know, get into this uh, Don Gibson's version, but. Johnny Cash also did a version. Yeah, didn't he do one of his American records? Like, yeah, I, I'm not sure which record, but it's like, oh man, it's it's amazing. Like, yeah. jo like Johnny Cash can really just bring 
so much like yeah. out of words and, and, and even if it's just him in a, in a room with a guitar yeah. it's just like just, yeah oh he's devastating he's, yeah, yeah. And, and this is this is this is a little lighter and a little more upbeat but uh, it's a beauty anyway cool. so let's have a listen I'll see of heartbreak The Johnny Cash one is a lot more of like a, a stomper, like it's yeah. like I, I I can't remember what it sounds like exactly, but it's it sounds like it's just Johnny Cash in it like a down tuned acoustic yeah, guitar. Yeah, it's really really dark almost. Yeah, like super this was dark. so this was so upbeat compared to yeah. like yeah. But yeah. the lyrics like a, a sea, the lyrics of, sea of heartbreak, uh, lost love and loneliness, memories yeah. of your caress, so divine. I wish you were mine again, my dear. Yeah, it's really sad. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on the sea of tears, the sea of heartbreak. Jesus. Like, oh, man. Yeah, it's serious, man. But it's so beautiful how it just, it flows. Like, I don't know, I just picture, like, kind of the waves of the of the sea, and then the lyrics are just kind of floating yeah. up, up mm. along with it. I, I like that arrangement of it, too. I mean, I know it's the original, right? But I like mm -hmm. the, the kind of, like, you're saying 50s, 60s kind of vibe to it. Yeah, just... with that, like, noodly flamenco yeah, thing, yeah, it's cool. thing going on the whole time. It's really yeah, cool, yeah. yeah. And the, the backup, the backup kind of ooze. Yeah, really and the bum bum bum. That was great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was great. 
Well, there's apparently this contest in, in England uh, they do every year, and it's like the most depressing song contest, and people go and enter, and they play songs live, and like it gets voted on, which is like really? the most upsetting, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not saying this would have been in it, but I mean, it's that kind of vibe, right? Like, and uh, it's usually just like a piano or a guitar that people come up and sing, and Vic Reggiero from the Slackers has run, won it at least once, hmm. like, because some of his stuff is just super, I was thinking of playing the Slackers on some of these, because his songs are just like, and it's Scott, right? So you don't expect it to be that downer, but his yeah. lyrics are just like, holy crap. Oh, really? So he's won that contest. I don't know who else has, but it's a cool I, I, I'd watch that, you know. I'd go to that show. It'd be all right. The lyrics all fail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <everyone's, laughs> yeah, yeah. Complete failures. Yeah. Yeah. That was cool, though. It was, uh, um, like, I'm trying to, I've been trying to decide what to play. Like, I brought a bunch of, you know, I was saying this earlier, I brought a bunch of records and I couldn't really decide on my song. Um, and I've kind of noticed that everything we've been playing so far is, is old. And, like, you were saying, while we were listening to it, it could be like an old country station or something. Mm-hmm. So, I was thinking about maybe going away from that. One of the things I brought was Atari Teenage Riot, which is like uh, German, they call it digital hardcore, and it's like a lot of uh, samples of crowd noises and like car crash sounds and screaming and like, really? yelling and stuff. But And the song's called No Success, which, you know, failure. But I don't think I'm going to play it because I don't really feel like listening to that right now. So I want to stick with the what we, how we've been going to play Ray Charles. Um, was there anything else you wanted to say about the Don Gibson song? or? No, no. Okay. I'm going to play Ray Charles. This is from Modern Sounds and Country and Western Music. Uh, it's from the second... Uh, is this number one? It's number one. It's number one, yeah. Number one. And these, are, these two records are like among my favorite albums. Like uh, It's been established on the show before that I'm a big Ray Charles fan. And um, the way he does country is so cool because it's something that's not what you'd expect him to be you know he's like a blues jazz soul all those things encompass what he does like early rock and roll even to a certain extent but like country is kind of out of nowhere but he was a huge huge country fan and um so he did these two albums of just covers and in almost every case i i actually kind of like them better than the originals like he just kills them every single time and um it's cool because not so much on this one but on the second volume uh, there's some of the songs are with the full like uh some of them with his band you know, the horns and everything. But then the other ones are with the full orchestra and background singers and the huge thing. These ones are just kind of more spread out between. Um, but anyway, I'm going to play uh, his cover of Born to Lose, which is, you know, an old country standard and it fits the theme pretty perfectly. Obviously. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, we'll listen to it. It's from Modern Sounds of Country and Western Music and Ray Charles, right Born to Lose. Born to lose, I've lived my life in vain. Every dream has only brought me pain. All my life, I've always been so blue. Born to lose, and now I'm losing you. Born to lose, it seems so hard to bear. When I wake and find that you're not. You've grown tired And now you say we're through 
one to lose And now I'm losing Charles, Born to Lose. Such a classic. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if there's anything more really that needs to be said about Ray Charles. I mean, I, I think I talked about him at length. Yeah, because it came up during the, the drugs. The drugs, drugs episode, I played Let's Go Get Stoned. Oh, and, uh, which that's is my favorite. Song. That's my favorite Ray Charles yeah. track. It's ridiculous. It's my favorite. Yeah. It's just so, oh, it's so defeated. Yeah. Like, oh, just that like, would have almost fit here too, right? Like, failure at uh, staying off the dope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. that was released just after he got out of rehab, too. This really? one, yeah. Bust your lip. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. It's in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a good song. Yeah, Ray Charles is, uh, I don't know, he's one of my favorites. Um, I was actually kind of glad when that movie came out because it at least made more people aware how great he was. Because, like, mm -hmm. I mean, a lot of people, including me before I actually started listening to him, Thought of him as the guy from those Pepsi commercials, right? You got the right one, or baby. You got the right one, baby. Uh huh, right? Oh, yeah, or yeah. the guy in the Blues Brothers, the blind guy who runs the music store, you know, and shoots shoots at uh, what's his face, you know. So, but that Ray movie kind of I think opened up a lot of people, which is cool. Like I mean, I know some yeah. people complained about that. Oh, there'd be people just like Ray Charles because the movie came up. But as far as I'm concerned, who cares? Yeah. As long as they get turn on his the music, it's great. Yeah. I don't care how that happens. Well, Ray Charles was a he, he was a staple in uh, in our house growing yeah. up. Like, my mom. That's awesome. But he's my mom's favorite of all time. That's like, awesome. Like, you know, she just goes crazy for Ray Charles. So we heard plenty, and it, that's really cool. It definitely, like, certainly, it was like iconic music from my uh, from my childhood. But it, she, we listened to it a lot, and it now it it's it's always so familiar. Yeah. And and it's so diverse that like it fits it fits yeah. so many occasions. I mean, a song like that though is is a. It's a downer. <laughs> yeah, but it's such a beauty to it do. Is, yeah. it's, it's it's still, it's so nice. The other one I was thinking of playing from this country western series was Busted. Mm. That would have been good too, you know, like, that could have been good. Yeah. Right? But, I mean, it really... Is that that, my bills are all Yeah, that's the exact, yeah. 
Would have been phase ones too. Yeah. yeah, the horns are great in that song. Yeah, they're amazing. But honestly, Ray Charles would fit every single theme. That's on that record too. It's on the other one. It's on the oh. the, 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 the second one. Oh, the second one, yeah, yeah. yeah. But both of those, the series is ridiculous. It's so good. Like I mean, that might be my favorite country series, and talking by a country artist, like hmm. it's it's just really unbelievable. So oh, man, yeah. That, well, that's well, we're not done uh, listening to to, to to tunes, but that would have been. The, Perfect one to end on. I think John was saying though, you're, you're saying your song needs to be John's gonna, ending. John's gonna top it. No, it's no, it's just it's a long <laughs> tune, so yeah. if need be, it can be faded. Right. Uh, was the idea. I'm gonna play a, a Beck song called uh, Heartland Feeling. And you were saying this is like an early Beck song, like pre This is older. off of Golden Feelings, which was released in '93 on cassette only. Oh, wow, that's cool. <laughs> and then it wasn't until '99 apparently that it was released on CD, but it wasn't done with his permission, and he put a stop to it, so there are only 2,000 of them. But of course, the internet means anyone can get anyone it. Anyone can get yeah. it, but yeah. Be... I think I have it, actually, on oh, really? my iPod. Yeah, I think I just, uh, you know, was probably looking into some Beck stuff at one point, and was like, oh, what's this? Downloaded it. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, it's a it's a pretty kooky and eclectic album. I like it. There's yeah. a lot of weird, you know, he's got like weird experimentation things going backwards. I like Beck. Different styles, like... Yeah, I like it. Quite is, a bit, though. is it super lo-fi? Yeah. 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 Like his, the, a lot of those early pre like, Mellow Gold yeah. back uh, albums or and what recordings are are super lo-fi. Yeah. Like. Well, they never would have come out to a wide audience if it hadn't for Loser being popular. Right? Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, back we gotta find mm -hmm. out what he's done. And they, but yeah. you can just see his like, you know, he had like, those early recordings are also so so great. Yeah. You know, they're you can see so much super, potential in what he's doing. Oh, super raw, but like, yeah, doing, yeah. you know. Like the quintessential sort of like slacker aesthetic yeah. he he has like yeah. well I really like that lo-fi kind of like you can tell he's recorded it on like a, uh, a tape deck in his room you know mm -hmm. I was listening to an interview with on a pod a different podcast uh, with Dave Grohl and he was talking about how he used to do stuff like that when when he was first starting to write mm -hmm. songs and everything and what he described was exactly how I don't know if you did probably but you guys probably did too how I used to do stuff which would be you have two tape decks you record the guitar and vocals or whatever into one. Take a tape out, put it in the other one, have it playing in the background, and then record the other instruments on top of yeah. it. Yeah. I, I, I missed doing yeah. that. That was yeah. cool. It was like your DIY like four track, you know? Yeah. yeah. When we recorded uh, early bands, it would be everyone playing as loud as possible, and whoever's singing being right up to the tape recorder. Yeah, like, for sure. Screaming yeah. into yeah. it, and yeah. then that, that would get the balance. Just it worked just out, right? Yeah, 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 for sure. yeah. It was great. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, the, you, you, can't, you actually can't get that. You, you you can't get that type of quality. No, you can't. That type of that yeah. lack of quality. Well, it still is. It's an aesthetic all on its own. You know. You can't get that in a studio, that's for no, sure. No. You know? Yeah, you have yeah, to do it by accident. Yeah, well, in the studio, it would be, it would be too fake. You can't, like, it would be, like, an overproduced version of that, which isn't that. Yeah. It's like, so I don't know. I was listening to a Walkman yesterday, and I got some weird looks from people. Like, yeah. I was at work, and I had tapes, and, because um, I, I, we were talking about tapes, and John, you asked if I had a Walkman, and I said I didn't think I did, but I dug one up. And um, I was like, okay, I'm going to listen to a bunch of tapes mm -hmm. now to prepare for the show, so I brought a big stack of tapes into work. And like, I'm like, <laughs> it on my desk, and people are looking at me like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. And I'm sitting there rewinding them and stuff, and like, just, I think either people who are older than me too can be like the stink eye for having tapes. But So your Walkman's still in good good working order? Well, I haven't had a few of them that are dead that I've thrown out, but this one, the one I had actually lasted from about like, 97 to about two years ago. It was like, completely beat up, and absolutely, like yeah. one of the buns didn't work and stuff, but it finally died, and this yeah. is another one I had that kind of works, but... You know, it yeah. plays enough. So. Do they make them still? Do they still make? I don't know. I think I think they must though. There must be somewhere because tapes are coming back in popularity. Like it seems like there's all these tape labels. Well, they always have been, right? But mm -hmm. now that like vinyl is cool again with like the, the young people, <laughs> it yeah. seems like tapes are now the next thing, which is great because I, I still like tapes. I mean, 
I still I'm still waiting for that CD revival to come back. It'll happen. You know? It will. Don't you think it'll happen though? Like, I mean, it makes no sense to happen, but it will happen. I think. I'm always. I'm always. Uh, I'm always giving giving props to CDs, and my buddies are yeah constantly asking me why I'm, I'm so into CDs. I just like CDs. CDs are alright. Nobody likes CDs. Be honest, man. You don't like them. Well, I like them in that I have them and they have music yeah. on them, so I don't need to, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't have any CDs. <laughs> no, I mean, I have old ones from, you know, my youth. I have like somewhere. hundreds. Yeah, you hundreds. have. Yeah, you have a lot of CDs. <laughs> I do. Well, what's the point of getting rid of them, right? Like, I know everyone, like a lot of people, just threw them all out and went to MP3s, but I don't want to have a computer full of. Like the way I think of it is, um, and this goes back to the Walkman thing. Like, if I'm, I walk forty minutes to and from work every day right now, right? Oh. So like, I, I listen to music on the way there and back, but I have an iPod and I tend to usually just put an album on it or two and then go home and listen to them on the way to and from work and then delete them and then the next day put more albums on. So it's like a Walkman and it's not that I haven't figured out how to do it. I just, I don't need 7,000 million songs on at all times. Like, I don't know. So CDs are good for that. Like it's discipline, yeah. right? You take like four or five CDs with you. You don't need to have your whole collection. That's true. I get, yeah. But, but I think now everyone... Of, like musical man, people are just kind of daunting sometimes. That's like, what I mean, right? And choose. I think everyone now like kind of it's so common to have your entire collection just at hand and yeah. it's like well, why would why wouldn't you want it it's like well yeah. i don't need i'm not going for 12 hours on a bus or something like i don't need to have that much yeah. mm -hmm. so i don't know yeah i mean i'm, I'm kind of waiting for for them to be phased out but they still somehow you know, all, yeah. all bands just keep making cds yeah, it's so weird, it's yeah. like that's the that's the main format that music is well it's, it's, it's produced in hard yeah. in hard copy, yeah, hard copy you know? yeah it's weird it's weird how it hasn't died because like the, if you look at um the back page of uh, Rolling Stone, every issue, they have the, the billboard chart, right? Mm -hmm. And it lists, like, uh, top 40, and they'll have little comments about some of the highlights on there, and it'll talk about how many they've sold in the opening week. And if you looked at it, it was like, 10 years ago, it's some obscene number, and they're 20 years, you know, now it's, like, they've sold 100,000 copies, and they're, like, number two on the charts, yeah. which is not a lot, really, when you think, like, a big band, like, it'd be, like, U2 or somebody, and they've sold, like, you know, 130,000 like world, copies. worldwide, or yeah. is it just U.S.? No, I think it's, well, it's probably just U.S., yeah. but still, like, I mean, that's, for someone who's that big, it doesn't seem like a huge number, because if you, you know, before, it would have been in the millions, right? But now, no one... U2 is like, going to have to scale down their, uh, yeah, their giant uh, stadium yeah, space yeah, tours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Alright, so this, um, yeah, this Beck tomb, it's, uh... Kind of little, each verse is a little vignette about a person, kind yeah. of describing their everyday life and kind of make, well, it can be taken two ways, I think, because it can either be they're living their life and they're not very interesting, kind of a loser, even yeah. though, you know, that's life. Or maybe there's an endearing side to it as well, where it's like, hey, it's, it's not so bad. Uh, yeah. That sounds good. Yeah. Sounds and I think I'll, I'll let the whole thing play. There's some weird stuff at the beginning and end. Might as well do the what, uh, what I wanted to say before we play it is what we're going to do after this is uh, JD's going to play a song. Uh, it's, what we want, it's what we want to do whenever we have guests who are you know musical. Um, so this is going to be the last song we talk about. Like We're not going to talk about the song after we play it. So okay. like, like we usually do at the end of the show. So because it's, it's going to be this and then the, the live song, I'm going to do the little spiel at the end about where you can hear this. Um, so if you go to witchpolice.com now, I actually bought a domain, so it's uh, not witchpolice, it's, so it's shorter now, so you can remember it. Witchpolice.com, you can download, uh, well you're already hearing this, but you can download all the past episodes, we have 12 other ones. You can download lots of uh, local music and some stuff that's not local. Uh, there's your bands on there, the live uh, okay. CKUW oh, nice. recording, yeah, because Kent's been giving me a lot of the live oh, CKUW stuff, so from a few years back that's on there. So, so you owe me some money, is that what you're saying? Let's not let him make any money. <laughs> Fine. 
<laughs> talk, talk to CKW. Um, anyway, you can also listen to this on the, the other, the other uh, station, uh, 101.5 UMFM, um, on Monday nights at 11 p.m. Uh, Central Time, or listen to it live on umfm.com if you're not in Winnipeg. And uh, yeah, Which Police Radio is the show, whichpolice.com is the website, and let's listen to Beck. Heartland folk singer. Yeah, we're gonna need him real quick. Uh, John Cougar, Mellencamp, Bruce Springsteen, Bob Seger, that type of feeling. Melon feeling, you know, real uh, powerful, uh, proving music uh, of a heartland quality, uh, just powerful straightforward music and if you can't get just the right type of feeling find someone who'll pass and change them old man Johnson got his head in his hand making his way across state in a fiddling band with hair all down in his eyes and the microphone all covered with flies when he gets done playing goes back to his room climbs in the bed in his cowboy boots and he picks up a magazine turns on the tv lights a cigar as he's falling asleep well he's only a person who doesn't know shit yeah, nothing happening. That's about it. Yeah. Well, little Rosanna came from Texas, Canada. $14 wrapped in a bandana. Came into town not looking for much. Well, she found a hound dog and she named him Dutch. She got a job at the arcade taking quarters, but she was never too good at taking orders. So one night she stopped giving out chains. She kicked the boss in the shin and unplugged the games. She's only a person who doesn't know shit. Nothing happening. That's about it. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sam got canned at the cannery. He punched out the clock that night. His knuckle was bleeding as he walked home. He was cold and he had a headache. Well, his wife was cooking canned beans. He took out all the money out of his jeans. 
and he set it on fire in the kitchen sink. As his wife handed him a drink, he was only a person who didn't know shit. Nothing happening. That's about it. Oh, yeah. Smiler was looking for handouts. Sleeping in an abandoned lighthouse. Down at the mini mall, shaking his head. Washing windows with his bare hand He found a sports car with the keys In the ignition it just seemed so easy He took a joyride, drove it into a hedge Came out with the steering wheel wrapped around his head Well, he's only a person Who doesn't know shit Nothing happening That's about it. Ooh, yeah. Well, Jenny was born in a small town. Everybody just standing around. They had bingo games. And the raffle, everybody chewing tobacco. Well, she grew up kind of restless. All her boyfriends wanted to be Dennis Well, she got a job at the truck stop And she got old fast and never did what she wanted She's only a person Who doesn't know shit Nothing happening That's about it Oh, yeah inspired um, to write it after like a good few day sessions of just laying in my bed and uh, I woke up one one morning probably one afternoon and uh, just this image of uh, a super hurting super hurting guy that uh, just doesn't want to doesn't want to bring himself out of his uh, out of his misery and would rather just bitch about it so <laughs> Thank you. 
laying in on a Sunday, not an inkling or an ounce of a care. Every once in a while, I think about having to work in the morning. Then I just think about choking myself I'm a working man, yep I'm part-time employed as the Hamburglar And I got a super annoying tall Christian clown for a boss Sends me out to do little annoying, spoiled, suburban kid parties But I still gotta steal to feed my damn self And I get reamed out by Cody's drunk auntie And kicked out of one too many bungalows towers It's the kind of place where you could throw your trash out the front and back windows Place with so many goddamn chain smokers They should rename it The Demorier Towers Everybody's got a Pepsi in their fridge So we all chain smoke and Drink Pepsi at the same time get home exhausted as hell and I forget to take off my mask and I've been yelled at countless times, couple times I've been pepper sprayed in my own face neighbors always tell me to clean up my act but what do they expect a guy like me to do I'm the hamburger dude Pay my Hamburglar dues Read my Hamburglar news Drink my Hamburglar juice Wear my Hamburglar shoes So naturally I've got them Hamburglar blues
up and down for vindication. Most of the time it comes at the expense of the Arabic guys at the Shell station. No matter how many times I bought the same banana flavored milk, Still make them wait while I root through my backpack for change. Cause everybody's gotta suffer through their services. So why should the Arabic guys be treated any different? Choking myself. <laughs> 